Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Cod Swallop. Good choice. Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. You might know me from the Tell Him Steve Day podcast and the I Sell Comics podcast. Listen, I love podcasting. I love talking, but what I really love doing is talking cod swallow. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the talking... Okay, I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Cod Swallow podcast. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith, Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster, and you're listening to a podcast, Talking Cod Swallow, right here, man. to this week's Talking Codswallop. I am Gemma. I am the nasally and chesty James, but I am here. <laughs> and we're doing a Skype recording again, so I've got no microphone, so I'm naked with regards to microphones. Uh, one day, one day I'll get it right. <laughs> but, you know, but we're together again. Woo-hoo. We are. We are. I would sing just the two of us, but I'll just start coughing. So. Yeah, you would say. <laughs> well, I was going to go, together and it feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> so, snotty James, how have you been? <laughs> um, I'm going to probably cough at some point, salty tadpoles, I'm afraid. Uh, yeah, or I you could just had... mute, mute your mic so that nobody else can I will try. I'll, yeah, cool. I'll try, but I, I feel they should have the experience with me. Um, no, uh, <laughs> I've not been great. Uh, I saw one of my friends, yeah. and after seeing him, I haven't seen him for months and months and months. After seeing him, I ended up with a stinking cold, uh, extremely bad chest, extremely bad, uh, uh, well, head cold, but yeah, coughing like really bad, the horrible chest, and very, very nasally. Uh, and whatnot and don't panic it's not covid before anybody says it because if you have a really bad nose you don't have covid runny nose equals no covid but no it's feeling like complete shit basically for like well pretty much a week and a half i'm coming out of it now but if i had even attempted to record last week it would have been horrendous coughing and my voice and everything was just shot to hell so uh, i'm improving i'm improving uh but yeah thank you for showing interest thank you for caring Gemma. And oh, how you are know you? I always care. You know, oh, I, know. I always I know. care. So. I know. I know you do. But it's yeah. it's nice that somebody does ask. But more importantly, how are you, my friend? I'm good, thank you. A little birdie that was yourself told me that you listened to last week's episode. You heard me I rambling did. on to myself. So thank you for I listening was, to that episode. It was very good. <laughs> it was very enjoyable. That's not me trying to exit the co-host seat, but it nope. was very nice hearing it. Yeah, I've already got you to pay for uh, another year, so at least I got you for another year. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, no, yeah, you, I, I don't want for you to go anywhere. So uh, yes, definitely not. But um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, this week's been up and down, you know, yeah. as weeks go. Um, but on average, it's been pretty good. So it's uh, not too bad at all, really. 
So you, you, your week has basically been a Roland Keating song. Oh, what, a roller coaster? Well, yeah, up and down, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Life is a roller coaster, baby, you're not again. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to put my seat down a second. So if you hear a random noise, that's me, okay? Uh, and for any salty tapos who don't know Roland Keating is, you lucky, lucky people, you. <laughs> Check out Boyzone. I used to love Boyzone. Or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to love Boyzone because they were of that age just before I got into heavy metal. So mm-hmm. Boyzone turned me to heavy metal. So there you go. Even to the point that I love Boyzone so much that I tried, uh, I think it's Shane from Boyzone. He shaved or, or plucked or whatever, like a line through his eyebrow. And I, um, I stupidly did that i shaved Ow. my eyebrow yeah that's probably the stupidest thing i've ever done because now i'm stuck with an uneven eyebrow <laughs> really well, yeah. you can always shave yeah. them both up and start from scratch well yeah yeah i could but uh you know <laughs> i like my eyebrows <laughs> they do serve a purpose yes yes they keep the sweat out of your eyes that's true. And you can tell you're happy or sad by your eyebrows. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They put emotion on your face. They <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, with regards to my week, it's been pretty average. Although I did have almost have an incident the other day where I actually it was yesterday. I went walking down the street and I, um, had these sort of baggy trousers on and, uh, as I was walking, I was like, with my hands full, by the way, I could yep. feel my trousers slipping. And um, unfortunately, the underwear underneath wasn't, uh, it is kind of, it wasn't silky, it, you know, like I'm not a kind of silky underwear kind of girl, but it was that kind of fabric. And I could feel my underwear being slipped down at the same time. So I, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to juggle <laughs> a couple of things in my head. <laughs> And then, you know, and like, and pull my trousers up at the same time. So, so that could have been an interesting incident walking down the street and uh, my trousers and my knickers fall down. But I'm pleased to say it didn't happen. (laughs) And you said, did you say these were baggy trousers? Yeah, not not that yeah. song. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. I was just saying it's madness, total madness. Yeah, <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I may be ill, but the puns are still coming. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, they weren't madness kind of baggy trousers, no. but they certainly were baggy trousers nonetheless. And um, yeah, I think they're going to become my new pajama bottom trousers. So. Cool. <laughs> It doesn't matter if they slip off and on in there. But, I uh, say, if they fall off in the privacy of your own home, it's not too bad. But in no. public, it's it's when you get arrested. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, I was just, I had too much in my hands. I couldn't pull them up. <laughs> yeah, stop lying. Get in the back of the van. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think by the look on my face and the redness of my face, I think they would realise that I was... Uh, I was definitely innocent. <laughs> well, innocent till proven guilty, so you know, got to yep. run with that. Yep, exactly, exactly. I'm always innocent. Look at this face. How can you tell? You know, how can you think that my face is not innocent, eh? Now, now bear in mind at this point, salty tablets. I have no video. I have to take her word for it. <laughs> yeah, but you can see. 
my picture. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It's not a face of someone who's villainous, or is it? Mm. <laughs> no, but it's well, as you know, it's the ones that look innocent are the ones that are devilish. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the but, truth yeah. comes out. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's face it. When I was, I think I was probably about sixteen, seventeen because I had such a young baby face that um, bus drivers used to only give me a child bus ticket because they thought that's I was actually cool. a child. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, See, yeah. benefit, that's a benefit. I like that. That's cool. That's good. <laughs> benefit of looking young. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So, so have you been up to anything over the last few weeks? I know you've not been well, but have you done anything interesting? <sighs> well, you know, coughing, sneezing. No. Um, uh, yeah. Well, generally, no, I've not had the ability to really do much. I've tried to sort of just stay in to try and recover and obviously stay as best I can at, uh, safe as I can at work. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I've, I've done my usual thing. I've done the usual evening viewing run um, and just watched some, oh, I watched that, that program called Dead, all about Dennis Nilsson, um, David oh, yeah. Tennant was in. That was really good, really good. Oh, okay. Really enjoyable. Enjoyable's the wrong word. It's not enjoyable because it's about a serial killer. But okay. it was very well done. Very well you... done. It was on ITV. Ah, okay. Because, yeah, when I was at home, I started watching a weird program. It was on Sky. Let me have a look, see if I can... I've got another one to talk about as well. What was the guy's name who was in... Have you seen the film Holiday? Actually, no. The Holiday. I'm afraid not. I know. Look at us. Look at you. Put yourself through all this. The internet and IMDb. <laughs> this is what it's like in the bad old days, kids. Yeah, again, go off your own memory. Before we had IMDb and the internet, it's like, <laughs> what did I see that person in? And you're really thinking really, really hard. <laughs> and of course, it's not coming up straight away. So it's still giving me the runaround. Oh God, come on! It was a really good program. Right. We've got Jude Law. Yep, I know who that is. Yep. So, yeah, so it features Jude Law, and it's called The Third Day, and it's on Sky TV. I can't remember which channel. Sorry, I don't know if it says. It doesn't say. So it's on Sky TV anyway. And the reason why me and my mum happened to see it was because it was on Gogglebox. Have you ever seen Gogglebox, James? Mm, possibly. Uh, I might have occasionally watched it, but it doesn't really do anything for me. Oh, okay. I think it's like one of those things that, you know, it's either you like reality TV or you don't. And for the best part, I don't really like reality TV. No, I don't. Yeah, but these these guys seem really funny because they're just sitting around sort of watching their telly and talking about what they're watching. So it's, you know, it kind of has the appeal on that side of things from for me. So not too bad in that sense. But anyway, so we happen to find out about this program. And what happens is, is that like Jude Law is driving around and he sees this incident that happens that's a bit fucked up. Uh, basically, oh, you know, now actually I think it'll be all right because, again, it was on, it was on Gogglebox. And also it was I'm just trying not to spoil it, basically. So say, who else is confused at this point? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, including me. (laughs) But basically what happens is is that this girl has got a rope around her neck and she's being hung by this random boy. 
Yeah. Right. And uh, so Jude Law happens to be in the woods at the time and witnesses this that's happening. So he runs over and he sort of pulls her up, you know, pushes her up, sorry, should I say, and um, saves her life. And then he says, I'll, I'll give you a lift back to where you live. Where it turns out where they yep. live, the only access is to a causeway, which for the most time is underwater. So there's only certain parts of the day where the tide's low enough that you can actually drive on the actual causeway yep. to get to the island. Yeah. yeah. So, and then when he gets to the island, sort of like, it's all a bit weird and a bit wacky, a bit kind of like a, almost like a cult kind of religious type thing so this is this is ringing a little bell i think i saw a little review where they said something like it's a bit like the wicker man yes yeah it did remind me of the wicker man yeah yeah there was a lot of things but you know obviously it's like this is british so um like the island was founded by people that were going over there to get sober but then there's a pub there so it's kind of like why is there a pub (laughs) and they they all seem to really drink as well so I guess they're not so <laughs> but I've only watched episode one so far because it's like it's as a normal series on on Sky at the moment so you know like you have to wait a week until the next one yeah but yeah so far it's kind of kept me quite interested and quite gripped so Excellent. I like the look of it have you got Sky or have you got uh, no no I don't I don't have Sky I, I go through the Amazon service but I'll tell you what I have watched that's really good on there The Boys uh, about yeah. superheroes it's on series 2 right now yeah. and it's it's sick it's twisted it's gory it's really really messed up so uh, it, yeah I dig it uh, yeah. and I remember I was, ch- I was ch- unsurprisingly Joanne is aware of it as well and she understands it far better than me and I was just asking her stuff about it so yeah interesting very weird very violent but <laughs> well worth watching yeah uh, it's definitely on my list of things to watch so I'm definitely yeah. going to be watching it very soon I haven't watched the um, first series yet either so yeah. Yes, I, I need go to for it. Binge. I think I think you'll love it. I think you'll really like it, but it's very weird. Yeah, well, I've seen part of the first episode of series one, so yeah. I kind of get the gist of you know <laughs> it's 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 very dodgy, especially <laughs> as one superhero runs through a civilian. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Yes, <laughs> it's got Simon Pegg in it as well, isn't it? It has. Well, yeah. as I understand it, when I did a little bit of research into it, the character, the main character, was originally sort of based on Simon Pegg's appearance. Um, yeah. But obviously he's too old to play the part now, so they've, it, he, he, he has a part in it in the first series. So Yeah, I definitely, well, like I said, I, I can't really make too many um, comments on it, but... Uh, yeah. But yeah, because obviously I'm a little bit behind. But uh, the other thing that I've been watching, I started watching it last night and I'm already on well, halfway through episode five. So there's Ooh. only eight episodes so far, which okay. is which is Ratchet on. Um, oh, I've Netflix. heard about it. Amazing. James series. It's amazing. It's like obviously based on Nurse Ratchet from. um yeah, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could remember flew over the cuckoo's nest, nest but I couldn't remember the first part, the one. Um, 
yeah, it caught my It's not two, it's not three, but it's almost it's something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm just I'm just looking up, hold on a moment, um, the cast, because... It's Sarah Paulson, isn't it? And she's it, brilliant. Yes, she's my favourite actress. So yeah. basically it's Sarah Paulson, who, since the first time that I ever saw her in American Horror Story, yeah. now I see her in anything, I know it's going to be really good. And this program is kind of similar, in a way, to American Horror Story. And yep. it's kind of got that methodical and like almost slightly sinister music underneath, if you know what I mean. But not mm-hmm. loud, not too loud, so you can obviously hear what's being said and stuff like that. It also stars... Sharon Stone. Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Finn Whitrock, who has also been in American Horror Story. Uh, Cynthia Nixon, who's... Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sex and the City Lady, so, yeah. That's the one, yeah. Um, and John John Brions, possibly. Sorry, John. Sorry, John. I don't know who you are. Yeah, <laughs> so, but do you know don't know who I am, so it makes no odds. <laughs> Did you know what, though? I think when you see him and you actually watch it, when you see him, I think you will recognise him, because I'm going to sneeze, so bear with me. Okay. (coughs) 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 Oh, dear. (laughs) Oh, James, you've given me your cold. How dare you? Yeah, I know, it's shocking. (laughs) If we hear a a loud thud, Salty Tab Bowls, uh, something's gone horribly wrong. That's on either (laughs) side of this recording. (laughs) <laughs> and let's hope it's not me because uh yeah. otherwise yeah how how will we know that it's uh gone up I've just, yeah. <laughs> I've just had a look on his imdb and actually i can't see anything that he's been in that right. but for some reason his face was really recognizable to me mm. so yeah maybe unless he's got a face that's kind of similar to um somebody else that i'm thinking of maybe but yeah i highly recommend this i'm not going to go into detail about I'll it have a look for it yeah i really would yeah obviously it's a basis of you know one one flew over the cuckoo's nest and yeah. it's all about the sort of crazy treatments that they put them through you know when they were experimenting on trying to work out like mental illness and things like that yeah and they even show the you know the bath that they used to sort of boil them in to make them less gay? Wow. Well, when's this set? What, when's it supposed to be? Yeah, I can't remember exactly, but I think it was, it's either, I think it's around about the 60s. Right, okay. Yeah, I'd say it's around about that time, 60s, maybe 70s. Right. Yeah, because yeah. they've just started doing the, um, you know when they used to drill into the temple lobe? Uh, well, that's pretty early on, that's... Uh... I can't remember what it's called, but I know what you mean. Or yeah. when they do like the ice pick treat thing where they knock into you. Where they, yeah. No, I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah. I'll, I'll look into it. It certainly yeah. sounds interesting. Well, maybe, maybe it is set a lot earlier than uh, what I'm thinking, but still, yeah, I absolutely highly recommend. But like I said, as soon as I saw that um, Sarah Paulson was in it, I was like, yep, watching it hundred percent. Chris had fallen asleep on the sofa. So I was like, right. I'm putting it on. <laughs> and That's good. It, she is. She's, I've, I've yet seen something I don't like her in. I yeah. first got to know her from The People vs. O.J. Simpson, and she was very good in that. So. Oh, okay. I've not seen that, so maybe I'll check that out. 
Is that a documentary then? No, it's The People vs. O.J. Simpson was a dramatisation of the O.J. Simpson case. And it okay. was starring, um, God, what the hell is he called now? Nope, name escapes me, but I can't remember the guy who played O.J. Simpson okay. was, which is terrible. But it was very worth watching. Okay, well, Salty Tadpoles, you can go and investigate that because we don't yeah. need to sit here on our iPhones all night. Well, in my case, it's an iPhone. <laughs> you know, come on, people, do the work for yeah. us and tell us. Yeah. Do some legwork for us and keep us aware of what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that does sound interesting, though. I might check it out. Is it like a, a series or is it just like a one-parter? Yeah, it was a, it was a series. There was quite a few episodes. But, yeah, have a look for it. It's... Uh, the guy's name escapes me, but if you've ever seen uh, Jerry Maguire, he's the guy who Tom Cruise is uh, the agent for. Ah, uh, so That's okay. about all I can remember. Okay, well, I don't actually know what that guy's name is anyway. Cuba, so. Cuba Gooding Jr., I think, is the guy I'm thinking of, so yeah. Ah, okay. Okay, yeah, I do. Now, now that you've said that name, I'm like, ah, that's what he looks like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, so, James, have you got any Codswallop this week, or are we going to go Codswallop free? Because I don't think I've really got any. I reckon we should. Let's let's scare. I tell you what, let's be scary, salty tadpoles. Uh, we'll go Codswallop free, but get in contact with us if you've got any real burning Codswallop that's got you going. Yes. I think that's a good idea, definitely. Because, uh, yeah, I'm sure that throughout the episode I'm going to think of something. But I've already shared yeah. a story where my trousers nearly fell down. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> what can I do? What can I do? <laughs> that's true. That is quite codswarp-tastic. Yes. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> indeed, indeed, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you've got nothing else to sort of discuss with regards to like your week or anything like that, I found quite a lot of stories this week. Excellent. So we could just have an episode full of pretty much stories of the week. So I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Are you feeling up to reading any or did you want me to just uh, read them all? I don't mind either way. I could read some. Yeah, but you can send me stuff over. Yeah, no problem. It will be firing its way across now. Gives me a break from talking, but also gives you a bit of a break from talking as well. So, okay, okay well, I've, I found four, so I'll give you two. Right. I have found one that I just want to, if it's all right, I want to read out that I found quite yeah. amusing. Uh, I'm not going to go into extreme detail, but the little bits that I saw just cracked me up. So, you're in your house. Imagine this. So, you're in your house. Mm-hmm. You, you're just having a normal sort of day. Uh, you're not trying to do too much uh, that's going to sort of change from your, your normal thing. You might be trying to work from home. And what happens is a seagull uh, flies into the house uh, and starts hopping up the stairs. Um, what I can't get my head around is that, that enough is a problem. But they decided, as everybody has to do, to flick out to to, to film this probably on the on the phone. And they've got this person going, "There's a seagull trying to go up the stairs." People screaming, and this man saying, "I'm trying to run a business here, right?" Yeah. So he's talking to the seagull. He's saying, "I'm trying to run a business here. We're not going to hurt you. We're just trying to get you out of the house." Hello, the seagull can't understand you. <laughs> it's like, I'm trying, uh, "We're not going to hurt you, but you need to get out." He can't understand you. It can't understand you. It definitely can't. <laughs> it's quite funny because when you started talking about a seagull, 
I've actually got a seagull story as well this week, um, yeah. but it is a different one. So that was quite good that you were you were talking about a different one to me. Um, I've sent you a couple of stories via Messenger, so hopefully you can okay, access yeah. them. Can you? Uh, I can see, yeah, I can see two of them. Yep, there's see two. What we can see on on the, this one. Ah, yes. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go for my as you've just had your seagull story I'm gonna have my seagull story next if that's okay yes okay yes so headline reads and of course it's from the metro as well give the metro their due tropical bird turns out to be a seagull somebody died electric blue <laughs> 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 and to be fair it's a pretty awesome looking seagull. <laughs> A tropical bird with vibrant blue and black feathers fooled people into thinking they had discovered something truly extraordinary. The bird was found wandering a car park in Carlisle by shocked onlookers who alerted the RSPCA. Mm -hmm. You think that they would uh, alert the RSPB, wouldn't you? But there you go. You would think so. But, you know, at least he's sort of in the right ballpark. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But, you know, I suppose at least one of them knew. Yes. But welfare officers confirmed the bird was not tropical, but was just a regular seagull that somebody had dyed electric blue. After after trying to clean the blue dye from its feathers, mystery still surrounds what happened to the seagull. RSPCA officer Graham Carter said he has never seen anything like it in 20 years on the job. <laughs> so it's a surprise to someone. <laughs> it is, that's true. Yeah. It's going to be a shocker. <laughs> Maybe he's just trying out a new look, you know, Mr. Seagull. <laughs> he said, we have similar situations before where girls have got themselves into trouble after falling into containers of beer, curry or oil. Yeah. We have also seen situations where some birds have been dyed pink before, but we just don't know what happened in the case for this poor bird. Well, surely if one's been uh, been dyed pink before, surely it's not really that different. You know, I know it's a different colour. No. (laughs) I wonder if some kind of powder blue has fallen on him and left him in this state. He would really like to hear from anyone who knows a What happened? If it's a case of this bird falling into a liquid or substance, we would really like to know so that we can find the source and make sure it doesn't happen again. Or if it was done on purpose, we would really like to know so that we can look into this further. At this stage, we simply don't know if it was just an accident or malicious. I think that's the RSPCA been very good. Although a little bit too good, in my opinion. Maybe he just wanted to be a bluebird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it could just be going through his blue period. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's an artist. He's a bird. Don't stifle <laughs> the bird's creativity, man. Yeah, exactly. So Stephen Wakelin from Wood, uh, Wolford Wildlife and Dog Rescue uh, that seems a bit of a weird combination to me. It Wildlife does. and dog rescue. <laughs> does it to you? It does seem a bit strange. I mean, unless they just want to make sure they tick all the boxes. 
Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, you're like, they're obviously like, fuck cats, you know. I love cats, but, you know. <laughs> we are doing our best for this poor girl and are hoping and are, are hoping he makes a full recovery. We still don't know what the substance is, but we are concerned that, that it is affecting him as he is a little dazed and still unable to fly at the moment we think he is around two years old it will take some time for him to go back to normal color as he will have to molt and regrow new uh, new feathers fast we are doing everything we can for him and making sure he is safe and well looked after so if you've got any news contact webnews at metro.co.uk if you can help him (laughs) it's just weird yeah it is really weird i have to say yeah so even even the comments there's there's only one and i can't be bothered to read it because it's quite long but uh yeah so basically that is the mystery of the blue black girl or is it like that dress that was uh black and gold but everyone thought it was like green and silver or something yeah (laughs) didn't think of that one no. It could all just be an optical illusion. It could be. It could be. <laughs> or maybe it was just a stupid seagull that just wanted to be blue. I'd work on the fact that it's just a stupid seagull, but we will never know. We will never know. Indeed. indeed. Apparently, that's my word for this week. <laughs> indeed. indeed. Indeed it is. Indeed is indeed your word. Yes, it is. Indeed. <laughs> or maybe he wanted to join the blue man. The Blue Man Group. Oh, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> the Blue Man Group. They wanted to be the Blue Seagull Group. <laughs> yeah, it's the, he wanted to become the Blue Bird of Unhappiness, followed by the <laughs> Chicken of Depression. <laughs> oh, dear. Did you want to go next? Oh, definitely. Now, this one I particularly like, but I feel I'm the wrong person to read it. But I'm going to go ahead with it anyway, because at the end I'll explain who should with the person we would choose to read this. So me, a GP, no, no, a GP oh. surgery has confused patients after a bizarre mix up with their phone number. Wait, hang on. A GP surgery has confused patients after a bizarre mix up with their phone number. Mate, that doesn't make sense though. That's been written at all. Okay. Um, Again, it's, it's badly written. <laughs> it's really badly written this. So basically um, there's been, Cut out the crap they put. We'll read it this way. There has been an issue with the phone number that should be their call. It displays it as being from a different place, an adult entertainment venue even. So (laughs) the Aspen Medical Center in Gloucester told Twitter followers on Tuesday that if they received any unexpected call from Liaison Sauna Club in Rochdale, it is likely to be from them playing a persistent error with the UK telephone system. As the strange mishap occurred during the week's heat wave, the clinic treated the mishap with good humour. They wrote, It's hot! In fact, it's hotter than a sonic club in Rochdale. Incidentally, <laughs> if you get a telephone call from Liaison Sauna Club, please answer, because it's Aspen Medical Practice trying to call you. It's a long story. Trust us in, in not even written right, trust us on this one. We are not a sauna club. (laughs) They uh, they even put on their Twitter page in capitals, please be aware, due to a persistent error with the UK telephone system, calls from us may appear to come from the Asian Sauna Club. If you live in Gloucester 
and that caller ID appears, it's probably one of our clinicians calling you, and not someone at the sauna in Rochdale. Now, <laughs> okay, so as of yet, the sauna club, which describes itself on Facebook as hot and sexy adult entertainment venue, has not addressed the mix-up. Its last social media post was in 2017, when advertised a Valentine's Day event with lashings of lust and boasted of sensual playrooms fitted with huge beds for group fun. Many have responded to the medical practices tweet by poking fun the press went to receiving calls from the massage parlour. One said, I'm waiting on a call from the sauna. Will it show up as Aspen medical practice? Another joked, this could get some husbands slash wives in trouble when they look at the caller ID. <laughs> According to the doctor's office, the mishap started happening two years ago when they switched to a new system. The surgery also tweeted, other than causing periodic embarrassment and a few laughs at our expense, it might explain why it feels that a lot of our, so of our calls go unanswered by patients who've asked us to call them. This does cost us time, which is not welcome at a time of considerable demand pressure. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, strange, definitely a weird one, kind of filthy. Feel that really Joanne should be reading this sort of filthy yeah. bowel stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that you were thinking of Joanne afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, as soon as it's filth, it becomes her domain. <laughs> <laughs> well, my viewpoint on this is why is it taken? If they've known for two years <laughs> this is an issue, why is it taking this long for them to solve it? That's what I thought. What? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> it's like, well, I used to work at, um, or the company that I worked for before my current job. Um, oh, massage centre. <laughs> it's a massage centre. No, no, it was, uh, so basically, uh, once in a while, so it would be, you know, quite often in some ways, yeah. we would get telephone calls from people wanting to sponsor uh, a leopard. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so basically, Different. yeah. So basically, what would happen is, is that people were trying to call up whatever the advert was. So you know, say yeah. it was for um, if you donate such and such, we would like to you know help you. You'd like to help sponsor this snow leopard or whatever. So majority yeah. of the time, it was older generation who would dial the number, but they would dial o one three o five in front. So okay, when they dealt yeah. the 01305, it would then be the first couple of numbers would then co uh, connect. So it would come through to our company, <laughs> which we were nothing to do with sponsoring Snow Leopards. <laughs> we were to do with manufacturing components. <laughs> yeah. And then so quite often we would get these telephone calls and I'd be like, oh, no, no, you you need to do such and such before you know but you have to sort of politely tell that they're really sweet and i'm like yeah. oh, i'd love to you this one for a snow leopard but you're not going to be able to do it here i can sell yeah. you this though yeah <laughs> yeah let's talk about what we can do for you yeah would you like well this is the current job but would you like an extractor fan unit <laughs> we could do that bespoke for you if you'd like mm. But unfortunately, snow leopards are not here. But yeah, so, I mean, that was obviously that with regards to that one, that's a genuine one, you know, like people yeah. misstyling and stuff. But with regards to 
you know, having the same or wrong number or whatever, I don't understand why people, especially companies, would not try to sort that out. Yeah, it does to... seem a bit strange, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. <laughs> it's just completely unnecessary. Why? Why people? Why? Why leave things to the last minute? <laughs> exactly. Why? 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 Delilah. Delilah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, talking about medical things, because that was another thing that I was supposed to bring up. Um, yep. It was a good job that I cancelled our uh, live appearance on Saturday, because yep. obviously you weren't very well. But I ended up having to go to A&E again that evening. Yep, yeah, I remember you telling me. Yeah. yeah, with my uh with my dizziness and stuff uh again. So touch wood that is that's me touching wood obviously. <laughs> that you know, it seems to be going. So it's good. good. Yeah, I'm I'm really pleased that it seems to be going, but yeah, it's not been fun at all. It's been horrendous in fact. So um yeah, ironically though, the only times that I wasn't feeling as dizzy was when I was driving. But then my brother had a theory ah. that that's probably because I was concentrating more. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it could be that. Maybe because something's moving at you, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or because I had the window open. Because I think what's happened is, is that when I'm sleeping at night, because it's so warm up in the bedroom, we've had the yeah. fan on. And the fan right, yeah. has been not on purpose, but it's kind of been directed towards my ear. And it's, I think that's what's actually happened. So when I'm driving and I've probably got the window open, maybe because it's got the wind going, I feel fine. Yeah. Yeah. Possible. It's possible. I don't know. Stranger things have happened. Definitely stranger things have happened, but I've had to do these exercises where you sort of turn your head to your shoulder, so your chin to your shoulder mm-hmm. sort of thing, and and mm-hmm. then you lay down on the bed, but your your head is kind of hanging off of the bed, if that makes sense. Hmm. Uh, have you ever had vertigo before? Um, I've had, like, only recently I've had periods where I've gone very sort of dizzy, lightheaded yeah. uh, with the cold, and I have had probably vertigo-style symptoms, but to my knowledge, yeah. touch where I've never had full vertigo. No. No, well, that's yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that you haven't because I wouldn't wish this on my enemy. So let alone a friend. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't wish it on a friend. Full stop. But uh, no. Yeah. So with regards to this, like, you're literally you've got your head hanging off the side of the bed, and you have to yeah. wait until your eyes readjust because you know, right. like, you kind of get a throbbing sensation. You know, like everything's you do, yeah. moving. And, yeah. uh, yeah, you have to count then. Once it's settled, you have to count for 30 seconds, which is the longest 30 seconds in your life because you mm. desperately want to move. And then you have to sort of repeat it and do it on the other side. And there's a few other extra moves that you have to do as well. Um, right. So I've been doing them. So it's really been helping. It's kind of like realigning sort of the, I think they called them like crystals in my ear. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So it's not earwax because I've been informed my ears are lovely and clean. Um, Good. Just, rather, just rather red. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my doctor. <laughs> that's my doctor incident in, in between uh, talking about a doctor's surgery story. <laughs> well, I'm glad you are on the mend, which is the yep. main thing. Yes, absolutely. And uh, 
in interestingly speaking medical things, yeah. I think this brings us nicely on to our next story. So, okay. A Starbucks customer who <laughs> claims his genitals were severely burnt by hot tea is suing the coffee chain for negligence. Oh, dear. See, I was hoping you were going to – well, obviously, I sent this story to you, but I just picked it at random. But I was hoping yeah. that when I picked it initially that you were going to be reading this story because I know how much of a coffee lover you are. I know in this case it's tea, but uh, yeah. yes. So I wanted you to read this story to make sure that you look after your genitals while drinking. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I will learn from this man's mistake. Tommy Puluyev, uh, 24, said a large cup of honey citrus tea was spilt mm. over his lap as it was being passed through the car window at Starbucks drive through in Roseville, California. Oh, that sounds gross. The, cu- mm, the cup had a lid... But the, the lawsuit alleges it was defective and popped off, the Sacramento Bee reported. Oh, no. Mr. Poloyev, who was 22 at the time, he, uh, he was burned in 2018, drove to a nearby car park where he took off his tea-soaked trousers. Lawyers argue the tea was served at a temperature of nearly 100 degrees C. The father of one claimed it is awkward and painful to have sex after being left with sensitive and permanent skin discoloration and disfigurement of his genitals and inner thighs. Photos taken in hospital show the man's hand covered in burns. They do look pretty bad, I have to be honest. Uh, His lawyer claims he spent 11 days in a burns unit and had to learn how to walk again. The cup manufacturer, Pactive Packaging, is being sued alongside Starbucks for negligence and product liability. The lawsuit states... As the window associate reached to the SUV's window sill to deliver the second-sleeved and lidded cup to Mr. Pololyev, the lid lost its seal with the cup lip and dislodged from the top of the cup. Hot tea spilled on Mr. Pololyev's left hand uh, during the transfer, and the cup overturned on the window sill and hot tea poured onto Mr. Pololyev's hands, stomach, and pelvic area. Oh, the poor man. Mm. Oh. Covered, covered in scalding tea and unable to open his door to escape because he was near the drive through window, Mr. Pulyev quickly put the SUV into gear and accelerated from the window. He pulled into an adjacent parking lot, hastily exited the vehicle and stripped off his sweatpants. It is not the first time fast food chains have been sued over a stray coffee cup. In a famous case, Stella Leibig successfully sued McDonald's in 1994 after she spilled hot coffee on her lap. She was awarded $640,000 after a jury found the hot coffee warning label was not sufficient. Hmm. Mm. I've heard of the coffee uh, McDonald's incident, and it was also parodied in the show Seinfeld, where uh, Kramer burnt himself with a cafe latte. Uh, all I would say for this poor chap is, he seems to have, it seems to take a long time for it to get to court, uh, two years again, uh, as in the first story we heard. But also, yeah. when it comes to coffee, are we sure he wasn't trying to have sex with the coffee or the tea? Because you're not supposed to stick your dick in it. <laughs> I, was, I was like thinking, <laughs> how, how did you get sex with that entire story? But okay, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to stick your dick in a cup of hot liquid. <laughs> Not to no. end prettily or well. Yeah, he didn't need to stir it with that. He could have stirred it with a stick. Yeah. Unless he misunderstood. Yeah, he well, Unless he misunderstood. He, he, uh, ah, I'm yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> no, I think he misunderstood because when because when he said to him, "We've got a wooden uh, stick you can stir with," he <sighs> said, "It's all right, mate. I've got wood." You've just stolen my line. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. If you just stole it, you knew I was speaking and you were interrupting me so you could get the line out first. That's not fair. <laughs> so you're not going to laugh from me because it was a good joke. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> anyway, unless he, yeah, unless he misunderstood stick and her yeah. dick, yeah. <laughs> but no, God, that does sound really, really painful. The pain, though, being serious, because I can imagine it, because you will get incredibly hot drinks sometimes. Oh God, yeah, oof. Yeah. And his hands look to hell. Of, so if you think about it, his hands are going to be able to take the battering of anything because, you know, they get more, you know, use and more airing than your thighs and gentles will when it comes to, like, you know, the horrible windswept, you know, life yeah. outside. Your skin's going to be very, you know, if that's what it did to his hands, I can't even begin to think what Mr. Dunphy's private area because, oh, my God, because it stripped the skin off his hands by the looks of it. So, yeah, ooh, painful. Yeah. I wonder if the um, Starbucks employee actually ran out after him or just carried on with their job. Probably carried on with their job. Okay, have a nice day now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Mann was driving off in a hurry to park his car to take his trousers off as he heard, as he heard <laughs> echoing in the background, have a nice day now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> well, okay, well in that case then I've got one more story. Okay, rock on. Yeah? Okay, so headline reads Goat hops into a police car, eats paperwork uh, eats paperwork <laughs> and knocks over <laughs> officer. <laughs> a troublemaker climbed into a police car, started to chew up the paperwork left there and headbutted the officer when she tried to intervene. <laughs> Obviously, when she tried to intervene, it was the officer, yeah. it's the she, yeah. <laughs> they weren't even arrested, despite the whole incident being caught on body cam fo- footage. And that was because it was a goat, and therefore not subject to criminal laws. <laughs> you would hope not. No, no, exactly. Video footage shows how the officer was surprised to see the uninvited guest in the patrol car snacking on some paperwork that she left there. As she tries to shoo it away and wrestles the paper from its mouth, it headbutts her and knocks her over. The rampage was posted on a local police force's Facebook page. George's Douglas County Sheriff's Office wrote on Saturday... Mm -hmm. To explain what you are about to see, the deputy went to a residence to serve some civil papers. The deputy explained that due to the number of houses she visits daily, her routinely leaves her vehicle. She routinely leaves her vehicle door open because she has had to retreat on her a number of occasions from vicious dogs. <laughs> Never once did she expect or even consider what was about to happen this day. 
Even though she was knocked to the ground, she was not physically harmed in the incident. (laughs) So that's good. (laughs) At the end of the day, we all get a little laugh out of it and we hope all is well. Responding to a clip, several people joked that the officer would have had to go back to the station with an excuse similar to the dog ate my head uh, my, my mm. dog ate my head work. The dog ate my homework. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Luckily for her, she wasn't injured and the video was proof that there really was a goat chewing up the paperwork. So thank God for that. It seems a bit gruff to me. Yeah, Billy Billy Grubbs. (laughs) You know, when she walked in the office and said, when she walked into the office, this precinct said, you'll never guess what happened. The goat was attacking stuff. Do you think everyone went, that's a bad idea? (laughs) Well, the goat's bar. Uh, Kind of. (laughs) Okay. Because they more meh. (laughs) That's true, yeah. Meh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but I'll let you have your joke. I'll let you have your joke and yeah. hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I should let you have your jokes because you're not well. <laughs> yeah. Let, let's not butt out, eh? <laughs> I wonder if the goat refused to give his uh, name and answer any questions. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end of the stories then this week. It is. We've we've uh, we've come to the end of our, our bizarre, strange, and frankly wacky stories that we uh, have found in the media. We have, and uh, I think that James has done very, very well this episode. There's a couple of sniffles I've heard. Yep. He's not had to blow his nose on Mike, so that's always good for trust me. me. Trust me, I will once this ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so on that note, I think it's time that we wrap up this episode. But, uh, you know, thank you very much, James, for joining me this week. Hey, it's no, been no problem. It's been lovely that's chatting okay. with you again. And uh, I haven't finished my sentence. You've not been, we've not been on sync very well this week. <laughs> 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 so it's been a pleasure recording with you this week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has. Uh, and it's been a lovely talk <laughs> as ever for you. It has been a pleasure. You know, it's been absolutely lovely uh, working with you on this again. It's yes. nice to hear your tones and know you're well, because you've yes. been a bit well. So I'm glad you're better. Yes. And I hope that you get better soon as well. So I think Thank you. on that note, then, I think we've been talking enough Cod's Wallet this week. I have been Gemma. I have been James. And we are out of here. James is off to blow Indeed. his nose. Yeah. <laughs> and clear his chest. And clear his chest. <laughs> yeah. Bye bye everybody. <laughs> bye. <laughs>